Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. This is Miranda, your host. Today, I am doing a little something differently. The last few weeks, I have had a lot of time and space interviewing others, connecting with others. I've also been being very creative, creating my masterclass, The Unfiltered, having the live events, And then moving into the embodied voice, which has been unfolding since the beginning of summer. I have been tuning into my self-expression, my voice. And if you have been listening to the podcast, you have probably experienced the unfolding. You probably witnessed some emotions and things that have been coming up for me. I do have Mercury in the 28th gate in Scorpio, which truly is about sharing from my experiences, not out of ego, but through the embodiment and what I have learned through my experiences so that I can support others. With this in Scorpio, it is about the depth of it. It is sometimes the unpretty work the messy work that I am actually designed to talk about. And I have noticed when I do talk about the shadow work and I do talk about the depth of things, there is a different resonance with the people that are drawn to me. They aren't afraid to go deeper. They aren't afraid to be vulnerable. They aren't afraid to get uncomfortable. Or maybe they are afraid but they choose to connect with me because they know that I will bring them there. So maybe they're afraid, but they are wanting that support. They're wanting that guidance, that little push to really go deeper into things because they're either sick of or bored or whatever it is with the superficial layers of what their lives have been. And they know that there's something deeper. Deeper is beautiful. Depth is beautiful. Shadows are beautiful. They are not anything to be scared of. They are to be embraced, to be loved, to be valued, to be shared, to be vulnerable. This is where the real work begins. We all start on the superficial level. We do. The reason I started yoga was because my right leg was tight. And I felt like I wanted to stretch. Superficial. Superficial physical 
body level. It gave me so much more than that. And even though the reason I started was for the superficial, I realized it was guiding me into the depths of awakening, the depths of my shadows, the depths of doing the real work so that I can support others in doing that. I have been diving deep into creating the embodied voice and it's bringing so much up, so much creativity, so much longing for deep connections and desires and hopes to be able to support others in their vulnerability, to be able to witness that and be a part of it makes my heart feel so happy. And it has also brought up my own voice. I have been a part of a summit called the Expansion Summit. I will put the link in the bottom. It is a free summit. Within this, I talked about deconditioning the voice and stepping away from societal norms and conformity. And I did a chanting practice. I have never been a singer. I do not love the sound of my voice. I actually have not liked the sound of my voice. I don't know, judgment, there's crackiness, or there's, I guess, a depth to it, which is beautiful, I just realized. So my voice is not something that I truly shared. I didn't share my voice through my words. I didn't share my voice through my emotions. I kept the peace. I swallowed down the things, and I did not share my voice in chanting, singing, self-expression. I had, when I was younger, a couple times been published as a poet. I did write some poetry when I was younger. Sadly, I don't have them. I wish I did. But I did write, and I shared in that way before I would write because I was too afraid to say the things that actually felt something to me because I would get emotional and then people would feel bad and then they would try to make me stop crying. And it's truly just emotions releasing. It's I don't want to be constricted or restrained from expressing. But then I also realized that when I got emotional, my words became cluttered. I lost connection with my clarity. So for me, writing was a way that I could declutter my mind, open head and ajna here, so I could declutter my mind and my thoughts and become clear on how I was truly feeling. So I used to just write everything and not voice. But then when I went into human design and saw my tangible three motors connected to my throat, I realized that the voice was actually something that I needed to start to implement. Even though I was expressing myself through writing, I was not expressing myself through my actual physical voice. I've been diving into the embodied voice, getting deeper into the layers of what that seven-week program is going to be about. And within this, I have made the time to reconnect to my writing, reconnect to my inner guidance, and following what my body tells me to do, rather than thinking and making things happen. I am going to share something that I wrote with you. This is an opportunity for me to be vulnerable yet again, share a different form 
of self-expression rather than just interviewing and connecting deeply with the things that I, I want to say and need to say now. I wanted to go a little bit deeper within and share some of the reflection, my writing. I write freehand. I just start with a sentence or a word. This was a gift given to me by a friend of mine that guided me in certain writing practices. And the beauty of what comes out, sometimes it truly amazes me because my mind is not there. It just comes out. It just flows. There's no thought. And sometimes it is guidance supporting me and keep going and not getting frustrated. Sometimes it's hard truths that I have to face and use my voice and have communication about. Sometimes it's just nothing. It's just to release the mind. My heart said, share, be vulnerable. This is what you're bringing. This is what you are bringing to the embodied voice. This is what you're wanting your clients to bring. This is what you're creating. So you have to do it yourself. You have to be, you have to be the catalyst. You have to do it first. Because then sometimes people can then trust the belief of, okay, I can do this. Till eventually, you just know you're the catalyst of change. I didn't start there. I guess now I'm here. That was an awareness that just came out. I had no recollection of being the catalyst and bringing you into that space that I'm already moving into and inviting you all into if you feel the urge. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about the embodied voice right now. I just want to share. So here goes. If you hear a page turning, it's because I'm turning my journal. I'm reading this. So it's not all perfect, but I'm sharing. Oh, I hope I don't get, ooh, I hope I don't get vulnerable. <laughs> I hope I don't cry. Oh my goodness. Okay, it's different when you write it and read it and then share it out loud. I let myself receive the recognition I do not force and only offer through an open heart. I connect with my truth on a daily basis, even a couple times daily, to reconnect to my inner guidance. When I do this, my body just acts without the force of the mind. I flow between the body and the presence. I pause often. I ground in the presence, otherwise I am not embodied. This is a balance between the two. I trust that every relationship is there for me if I choose to see the opportunity in each rather than being in the emotions of expectations and desires of this life. My breath grounds me, calms me. The silence alone opens me to receive the insights that are mine and not others. And I only speak when I know the timing and energy is aligned and not through reaction. I offer to work with others only when it is from my heart not from my mind. I create space for 
for opportunities of connection and only collaborate when it's to be in service through love, not the manipulation or expectation of what I will receive from it. My voice is still learning to express through the fear of being called names, being lashed out at. Obviously, there's something there. (laughs) Being too bold, too confident, and releasing the fear of others projecting their fears and beliefs onto me. When I am in gratitude and when I am grounded in myself, Others' traumas, projections, and energies do not affect me because I lovingly see what the energy is about, not through judgment, but out of love. I understand we are all on our journey in time and awareness. I get to choose to embrace or to let go depending on what my body and heart is expressing to me. This is not done out of hatred, but out of love for myself. Just because I can understand where they are, where you are, where anyone is on their journey, love does not make me the punching bag for their responses. Today, I choose love. Tomorrow, I choose love. Each day, I choose love. Even when there are days of challenge, I trust this is an opportunity to learn and let go instead of getting wrapped up in victimhood. As you can hear, there were a couple points in there that brought emotion up. For me, this is an opportunity of reflection because it means there's something there. There's a belief. there's something there that can be worked through in this moment, through this asking the question and slowing down. If you remember, the point was other people's projections onto me and loving them, not through reaction, but truly just being of love, even if they don't see it, they don't understand it. This is something that still holds deep within my heart. It does have to do with the sadness or fear that all this work that I am doing through love will still leave me feeling very lonely. It can be a lot of work, a lot of hard work, and you could feel very lonely when you know your purpose is to do the deep work yourself first so that you can support others in their deep work. In my heart, I know this to be true. I can do the deep work. I am very strong. I have perseverance. I'm a fighter. I have the 38. When I am up against the wall, that's when I actually persevere most. Give me a challenge. So I know I choose to fight for humanity. I choose to fight to help support others in truly connecting to themselves, loving themselves, and being able to express themselves confidently out into the world without the fear of judgment, being left behind, put down, 
whatever it is. And I have to do the work first. I know that's what I'm here to do, so I continue. But sometimes it gets lonely. And this loneliness at times is my own doing because I know I have to harm it away. I have to digest. I have to move through so that I can continue. And I continue for the love of you, for the love of humanity, for the love of those trying to find a deep connection to self. Who? Thank you so much for listening. This is the work, not because at a force. There's no force here. It just is. It just is. I'm not making a plan of doing this work saying, oh, I'm going to continue to do this, 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 and this, and this so I can support people and this, this, and this. It's not that. It's connecting to myself and doing the work, following what is guided to me, moving through it, digesting it, hermiting away, expressing it, sharing it, and then inviting you to join me. If you haven't purchased the unfiltered, take a look at that. I go deep into the process of the deconditioning aspects. I'll have that in the show notes. I also am opening up the Embodied Voice seven-week experience mid-October. If you would like to hear about that, you can set up a clarity call with me or I'll put the link at the show notes. I'm not going to go all into detail of it here. If you're interested, it's in the show notes. Just click on there and take a look. Schedule a call if you want to ask questions. And the last thing I'd like to leave you with is, hmm, I'm going to close my eyes and take a breath for a moment. What I'd like to leave you with is gratitude. Gratitude, oh, emotions again. (laughs) Gratitude in listening to this podcast. Gratitude in connecting with me. Gratitude of even though we may not have ever met, ever talked yet, that there's something there. Gratitude for this life. Gratitude for the struggle, for the challenges that help me grow so I can help the world. Uh, Just gratitude. So grateful. If this resonates, please reach out. If you want information, please reach out. Grateful for you. Till next time. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.